hardship no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Tell somebody so the church is not good deeds. Tell the person the church is not good deeds. It's about your relationship with Christ. And knowing who Jesus is. I will build my church. And the gate of hell shall not prevail against it. What is the church? Sometimes when we talk of the church, we think the church is the building. You can build the most, I mean, biggest basilica or edifice or whatever and, and decorate it with warm marbles or whatever it is. That is not a church. It's a building. It's a building that houses the church. The church is you and I. These days, the church, we have to do this thing. You are insulting your own self. It's just like you said that, and, and the government, and the government is not helping. The government is not doing, who is the government? You are the government. Hello? Tell somebody you are the government. He's not called a government, he's called a president. He's a president because he's ruling in a state. And every state has a sovereignty. So, per his territorial authority, and as the commander, that's why he's the commander-in-chief. So he is the president. You call him Mr. President. But whenever you say the government, the government is the people. Say you are the church. Say you are the church. So Jesus said, I will build my church. Not a natural building, but a spiritual building. That is you and I. I will build my church. I will build you up. Say, Christ will build me up. Oh, Jesus. I pray you get it. He said, I will build you up and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. What he's saying that if you as a believer, if he Christ succeed in saving you, after saving you, you become a baby. Now he has to now reconstruct your life. And when he reconstructs your life, he builds you up and you come to his stature and his understanding. Now when the devil comes against you, he shall not prevail. I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. What are the gates? The access points, the, the place that the devil passes. It's not about natural gates. He's talking about what? Access point. He's talking about things or mediums or things that the devil will use through to influence whether through your mind, your emotions, whatever. He said when you are built up in him, when you are built up in him, Jesus, you'll be able to stand against the gates of what? Hell. If you are built up as a matured believer, 
you will not fight a little battles. If you are burdened as a mature believer, you will not have clothing and money. It is not more than knowing Jesus. Are you there with me? If you are built up in the Lord, you will know that forgiveness is the principles of the kingdom. If you are built up in Christ, you will know that you will not judge and then you shall be judged. If you are built up in the Lord, you will know that when your brother falls, you restore him. If you are built up in the Lord, you will know that God demands of you that you win souls into his kingdom. If you are built up in the Lord and you are matured in Christ, you will not wait for anybody to pamper you before you come to church or serve the Lord. If you are built up in the Lord, you will know that the drink of the righteous one is prayer and holiness. If you are built up in the Lord, you don't need the pastor to watch over you for you to stop drinking or misbehaving. She will do it because you know that you have grown in the Lord. I will build my church. I will build the people. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Ask somebody. How well are you built? Because you see, the way you are built determines what you can stand. Hello? Oh, do you get what I'm saying? A man cannot rise above his knowledge level. You see, you operate within the level of your knowledge and information you have. Simple. If you want to operate more, get more information. That is all it is. Say, I'll build my church. So what is the foundation? Now one, the foundation of the church and how it should be built, Jesus may declare that the foundation of the church, which is you and I, who we are as believers today, we are the church. Say, I am the church. Say, I am the church. You see, the church... I don't want to enter into so many terminology, but the church actually comes from the Greek word ecclesia. And ecclesia means called out once. Say called out once. Say called out once. So I'm teaching you this whenever you go out and somebody is saying that, and now the church is like, ask the person, are you a Christian? If the person says he's a Christian, he said that you are, you are talking to your own self because you are a church. And I'll come to that. We know then in the church we have categories. So he said, an ecclesia is what? Called out once. Who are the called out? Those that have received Christ as a Lord and best as We have been called out from where? From the kingdom of darkness. Bible says that we have been translated, according to Colossians, from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of what? Light. And that thing is not physical. It's not flesh and blood. Church. It is of the spirit. I am speaking to the church. I am not speaking to the building. If the church will rise up in its true image, then the world will know that we are the salt of the earth and we are the light of the world. If you know that you are the church, anything you are doing affects the body of Christ. You will behave well. You will you, you control yourself. Your public appearance and your private life should not be contradicted because you are the church there's someone I'm the church anywhere you stand you are representing the church you can be an individual representing and nowadays you go and say hey why are they saying that it's because of what we are showing them hello because we are not showing them a true example of who the church is your guy your friend knows you in their office and he knows that you come and sometimes amazing you can preach to them very well. But Charlie, Charlie, I don't want to go there. 
So they look at you and they have their own impressions about the church. And they say the church, the church, the church. They are talking to you and I. Say you and I. We are the call out ones. And so Jesus said that the call out ones, one, we are built on revelation of who Christ is. The church is built. That's what the church is built. On revelation. Not flesh and blood. So you don't come into the church or come into the building and say that eh, this is how I saw it being done in the world. So we should do it like that. The way church operates is different from the way corporate world operates. You should know it. The church stands, started as organism. And then he was moving into organization, but the church still has not found its place in organization because organization comes with structures. Hello? And anytime the church settles for organization, the church dies. Because every organism has the potential what, to reproduce itself. And that is where we have a problem with the church. Because we think and look at the church with the what? The eye of the flesh. Why are they paying tight? Why are they giving offering? Why do they pray? Why should I worship God? Why should I speak in tongues? Why should I waste my time and come on Sunday when I can go and eat or go and play something somewhere? Oh, hello. Give me a wave if you are here. A church. But the church is spiritual. I say it's spiritual. It's a mystery. Say somebody, it's a mystery. So it's built on revelation of who Christ is. Two, it's built on apostles and prophets. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 to 22. Let me quickly read it. So when you are talking about the church, you are talking about foundation. So the church has what a foundation. Now you have gotten it. Eh? He said, consequently, you are no longer foreigners and aliens, but fellow citizens with God's people. Say, I'm a fellow citizen. With God's people and members of God's household. So you see the word there, God's household. So this is God's household. Say this is God's household. Say this is God's household. So if this is God's household, the one sitting by you is who? Is who? Is a member of that household. And if it's a member of that household, which people lives in a in a in a in a household? Which people? Family. So, if family lives in a household, then your brother sitting by you is your family. So, now why do you destroy your own family? Why do you gossip about your own family? When I was growing up, I learned another. He said, You don't wash your dirty linen in public. Because the one that takes the dirty linen to wash in public is, excuse my language, is as stupid as the one that was listening to him. We are members of God's household. If you're a member in the family, if your sister is bleeding, don't you fix your sister up? If your sister doesn't have money, don't you provide for your sister? If your sister is in trouble, don't you defend your sister? We have, we have not understood what it means by the church. So we are in the church, but we think we are on our own. So the church, which is supposed to be a place of nourishment, of restoration, of motivation, of encouragement, has now turned into a place of demotivation. And a place of power game. 
and a terrain of mafias. People are playing power game. So somebody gets a little position. He has to make sure he protects it by power. We sit in the church, but we don't trust. We are in the same house, but we don't believe one another. That is why the Bible says that God knows that it's, the, it's his household. That is why I confess your sins to one another. That you may be prayed for. That you may be restored. But make a mistake right now and think that is your household member. Ay, 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 ay. Who am I preaching to today? Oh, can I preach to you? A story was told of a man of God who was struggling with, with a besetting sin. We call it besetting sin. It's not that that is who is, but the thing has besetted him. And he's been troubled. And he has associate pastors. He's doing well. And he called his associate pastors together. And he said, listen to me. This is what I am going through. I, 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 I am being vulnerable morally. And, and I need you to stand with me, to pray with me. So that the Lord will bring me out of it. How many senior ministers can, can be bold enough to confine? Because he understands that is God's household. Oh, come on. Who am I talking to? <laughs> and, and, and when he shared it with the young pastors, this is a true story. And I said, no, I don't want to. Be. When he finished sharing it, the young pastors left. So we encouraged him. Immediately left the meeting. They went broadcasting to congregation members. You don't know what your pastor is doing. Your pastor is sleeping with this. He's sleeping with that. As for me, I can't sit under such an ministry. I am going to start my own ministry. Then they left. Then they left. And people came. Those who were both said, we can't believe that. Then they came to pastor. Pastor said, it is true. This is what I am going through. I called them to stand with me so that I can be restored. Fine, if they can go. And do you think if you live with that, you shall be blessed. You are taking judgment upon yourself. Because this is God's household. If I'm bleeding, I should be able to tell you I'm bleeding. But we have made the devil, the gate of hell is now prevailing against us. And we stand here and said, I bind the devil. You are binding your own self. No wonder we keep on binding the devil up to now. He's not bindable. Because he laughs at us. Our attitude, our behavior is making him laugh at us. Because he's using us. And we say we bind him. Who are we binding? This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, is Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233-277-250420 or plus 233-249-393361. Email us, refismila at gmail.com. Visit our website, icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. Welcome back. Hello, who are you binding? Your brother is in need. He walks to you as a Christian sister, as a Christian brother. And confesses to you, my children are not eating for one month or one week now. I'm being sacked from the house. I need your help. After he has said it, 
you listen to it and the next thing is that you start to to, to insult him with it and broadcast it so he's walking and everybody is calling him and her name and it's, it surprises me it is only the houses of God today we are, it is no more house we are turning it into satanic house We are always waiting to hear who, which pastor will fall. We are always waiting to hear which deacon is next. We are always waiting to hear oh, whose chorister is falling. So we are always eavesdropping to know who is falling and who is fornicating and who is down or who is this or who is that. We have become witch hunters in our own house. Bewitching one another. I told you, me, I was a Muslim before I became a Christian. I never saw a Sunday school. I saw Macalanta. The church God gave us is to be without spot or wrinkle. Because God knew that in the church people will bleed. In the church people are vulnerable. In the church people will fall. In the ch- Who told you every man is a superhuman? So because of that now in the church people are falling but they are hiding they are falling. And that is putting them more into sin. Deeper and deeper. And the devil is rejoicing. Instead of we to depopulate the kingdom of hell. We are rather pushing people more into it. Because of our selfishness and ego and pride. And wickedness of thoughts and imaginations. Be ye that remo- Oh Jesus. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew. Tell somebody renew your mind. Tell that person renew your mind. Your own Christian brother can go and undermine you and take your position from you. And he stands in the church and says, praise the Lord, this is breakthrough. Tell me whether it's breakthrough. Household of God, God's household. So the devil enters here and he's laughing at us. He's laughing. Oh yes. He's laughing because once you walk through what you are wearing, 20 people have gossip about you already. And, and sometimes, listen to me, church. You see, sometimes don't look at us pastors to think that we are angels. No, we sat where you sat. Hebrews chapter 5 said, For every high priest is chosen from among men. And sometimes some of them will have the boldness and even come and walk around and say, hey, how are you? Satisfied. He said, hey, this is your dress. <laughs> what he's telling you that he's saying that you've been wearing this dress for a long time. Change. Tell somebody, church. If you know your brother is falling, you don't need to go criticize. You don't need to restore the person. That's what the Bible says. We are living a life of holier than thou. My a friend of mine called it Santimonial Piosity. Every Christian is out there and when he's working with his... We think because I am speaking in tongues and, 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 and serving prayers, I'm not holding a Guinness bottle or, or maybe I'm not holding some apetashi or, or maybe I did not touch a lady's shoulder. So, so somebody died... in the church and those people who look like that they are the most sinless in the church 
They wear clothes to cover it. It's a mask. The original is there. Try it to be making I'm a sister, I'm a sister, I'm a sister, I'm a sister. Touch and you see it's not a sister. There are some of them when he said, Let's pray. The way you start basuking and praying, you will think that as for you, your prayer crowd will not even touch the ceiling. Hey, if you don't take her, he will even put you. But hypocrisy is filled him upside down. He lifts up his hands and, and, and you see him. Lord, I worship you. How oh, blessed I am. You, you, you look at that person and you would think you ask for you. You are not even holy and you are not pure. As for you, God doesn't even know you in his record books. It's a lie. It's hypocrisy. Tell somebody be real with the Lord. Come to church sometimes when they are coming walking majestically. If you want to even sit by them, then they are pushing aside as if your body is contaminated. Jesus, who is God in the flesh, sat with sinners, ate with them, drank with them. God's household. Say God's household. Say God's household. Citizen with God's people and members of God's household. Move on. 20 said, built on the foundation. Built on what foundation? Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus said that you are Peter and upon this. He said, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. With Jesus Christ himself as the chief corner stone. With who himself? With Jesus Christ himself as what? The chief cornerstone. We are built up on apostles and prophets. Who are the apostles and the prophets? The apostles and the prophets were the people that God has set in place. Like I'm speaking to you. As I teach you whatever I'm teaching you. God wants you to take the world to build yourself up. That you can be what he Christ wants you to be. So anytime you hear preaching, it is not only for excitement, it is for a building up. It's for a building up. It's built on apostles and prophets. Say apostles and prophets. I've not gotten there. He says, see, I'll get there. You know who is an apostle and who is a prophet. But it's built up on it. So you are coming every day. I am feeding you to build you up. That the gates of hell shall not pray. Because the gates of hell is not, you see, the devil is not what we think he is. It's a systems. Say, uh, which? Meanwhile, we are more than that witch. Church, is it not true? The body of Christ. We, are we not killing our own selves? Oh, come on. Are we not killing our own self? Is it true or it's not true? Is that why God saved us? Hello? Is that why God saved us? <laughs> you see, there are some truths in the Bible when the Lord begins to open your eyes to you, you will know that you are nothing. 
Hello? Do you know that you cannot starve your husband and say that you are a chief dickness and only come to church all the time, rushing to church and praying whilst your husband sits at home and does not have food to eat? And you say, and pastor needs me, and pastor needs that, and pastor needs this, and your husband will not be eating. And you tell me it's Christianity. It is not Christianity. It's your own definition of Christianity. As a pastor that I stand here, my first responsibility is to God. I should have a personal relationship with God. My next assignment is my family, my wife and children, before my ministry. Oh, come on. Who am I talking to? So anytime I sit and I don't have time, I don't have personal devotion, I don't read my Bible, I don't pray, I don't show love to my wife, I cannot pastor you. Because go and read the Bible, First Timothy chapter 3. He said a bishop is a good thing to be desirable, but a bishop should be a man of one wife. He should be able to have control over his home and to take care of them, he can take care of people. Are looking for the post without disciplines of ourselves. A leader is a leader who is not desperate. His mouth yappy 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 everywhere. There are some people they will come to church. They will sit in church. All that is being preached, they will not learn anything. They are recording to send out. So they have become transmitters. What will you change for the message to bless you? So it's built on revelation of who Christ is built on apostles and prophets. What is the materials? Come with me. You and I, I want us to look at ourselves. I said we are the church. We are the building. Amen. First Peter chapter 2, 4 to 5. Am I communicating to somebody today? I'm about ending this section. First Peter chapter 2. First Peter chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Tell somebody. The Lord is working on you. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, Jesus is the living stone and rejected by what? Men, but seen by God and precious to him. You also, like living stones, like living stones, tell someone I'm a living stone. That's why I said the person sitting by doesn't know you. That guy sang that song without knowing what he was singing. But you see, later when he went through that accident and survived, you know, it's a pastor's son. And after he's been interviewed, he understood that the song he sang was his prophecy he declared. Because by what he went through, he should have died. You see, oh Jesus, life and death lies in the power of the tongue and whatsoever you say is so you shall be we are where we are today because of what we have said we shall be if you don't want where you are speak something to change it 
If you always go like, I will die, I will die, I will die, I will die. You are confessing and giving death license. If you always go like, I will prosper. I will not be poor. I will live long. Even in old age, I will be strong. 99 years, I will still be kicking. You will start declaring, my lungs are healed. My kidneys are healed. My blood is healed. My head is healed. Everything about me is healed. Oh, whatever you begin speaking to your body, your body hears it and you shall live that way. Shall live that way. Shall live that way. Don't be saying this to yourself. Eh, me, eh, eh, this sickness is that which will kill me. You are joking. It will take you. Don't be joking. It's serious. Because we are living stones. Living. Everything we say is registered. Amen. Wake up in the morning. Prophesy to yourself. My kidney is healthy. My blood is good. My head is good. I have this thing. I am restored. I am whole. I don't have any high blood pressure. I don't have diabetes. I don't have this. I don't have hepatitis B. I am strong. Prophesy to yourself. As you prophesy every day, you start walking into them. Living stones are being built into a spiritual house, not a physical house, a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. Offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Tell somebody, I am a living stone. Tell another person, I'm a living stone. So don't look at me by what I'm wearing. And don't make a mistake. Tell a person, without me in God's house, you will not be here. Because we are all members in his household. And I'm a living stone. <laughs> so it's a stone that is what? Alive. Some stones are dead. Some stones can't function. They are the stones of men. They are the stones of people's imagination. They are the stones of juju. But we, you and I, we are living stones. We have been built up into a spiritual house to be holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifice, separate out to God through Jesus Christ. The second thing, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 to 17, quickly, then I'll end. Amen. 1 Corinthians. Are you there? 1 Corinthians chapter 3. For we are God's fellow workers. We are God's what? We are God's what? So you and I, as we sit down now, we are partners with God. You have a partnership. Tell somebody I have a partnership. So I am working with God as partners. Oh, come on. If God is your partner, then why do you lack? You do, we don't have that revelation. That is why we struggle. I was preaching to women's aglo asham and I told them that the life understands language. And the language you speak to life is what life responds. And I told her, it is like having an ATM and walking to a bank and you don't have money in your account. If you put in the ATM, the ATM will accept your card alright. You put in your figures, it will bounce back and tell you, sorry, insufficient funds. If you like, put your cards in 20 times, you can't take anything. Then somebody passes, and sometimes you say, that, oh, there is no money. Somebody passes by, you put the same ATM card, pa, 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 then the thing starts, 
Then he takes it, he folds it and puts it in his wallet. Then he goes to sit his guy, drives away. Then you are there. But you see, when you have money in there and the ATM is not working, you have the boldness to walk to counter and counter will give you the money. So what you say to life is how life will answer you. What are you saying to life? We are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. I am God's field. Hey! I am God's field. So every day God is working on it. Oh, come on. Are you catching the revelation? Are you catching the revelation? So if God works on me, if, 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 if I am God's field, then why shouldn't I prosper? Because if the field is of the Lord, then the field has nutrients enough. The soil is rich. Anything I put on that You don't create permanent tabernacles or houses for them because you'll be disappointed. The person that you see today that is struggling, who has made God his refuge, the next chapter when it is flipped, what you will see of him is that there is a table set before him in the presence of his enemies. Where did he come from? He came from the valley's experience. Out of the valley's experience are mountain top blessings because he survived some things. Once you survive the things, the Lord shall bring you the blessing. Who am I preaching to this morning? You have a table set before you, but that table is prepared for your glorification because you walk through your valley of your shadow of death. As I told you from the beginning, God has a purpose for your life. And until you fulfill your purpose, you will never die. And I know this message has really affected and has transformed something in your life. I leave you with the blessings of the Lord and know that you are on top. Thank you for listening to God's Word today. This message was brought to you by ICGC East Legon with Pastor Ismaila. Worship with us on Sundays from 8am to 11am, on Tuesdays at 6.30 to 8.30pm, and Thursdays for the Miracle Service at 6.30 to 8.30pm. God richly bless you. My heart could be crying Dead in the middle of a smile oh, Then I climbed the hills and saw The mountains How it helped cause I was lost And I felt a strong wind And I heard a voice say The storm is over The storm is over now I can feel the sunshine very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple East Legon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m.
on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you, I know.